Hi, I'm Eric. And I'm Lauren. And you're listening to Podcast Podcast. The podcast that talks about how great podcasts are. How self-obsessed. Mr. Half like Marathoner, oh, no, you're too nice. I he walked <laughs> in. He ran a half marathon over the weekend, and his time. What was? Can we share? Yeah, your time? I don't care. My it was an uh, an hour fifty three. Oh, fifty three. I almost said and six forty seconds, <gasps> which is crazy. First of all, the course was pretty hard. Um, he beat my boss, who's a real runner, like Take all that, the time. Boss. Yeah, bow, bow. Well, now you're a real runner, so. Oh, no, you are. No, but I mean, me I knew you were going to do well because you took it really, really seriously. The reason people don't do well is because they give up or they take shortcuts, and you didn't take any shortcuts. You took it so seriously. You listened to people. You, re- you did everything you were supposed to do, but yet you exceeded anything I thought you could have done, honestly. And. It was your first one. Like the first one is like the one where you figure shit out. And like, I am so, so proud of you. You know that it's important. Like running is so important to me and I get how hard it is. And like, oh, I'm so happy for you. Oh, that is so nice. I really appreciate it. And you guys were so like supportive and helpful along the way. Like not really. You really were helping with training. You were like, which race should I run? And I was like, uh, like I I was (laughs) No, you you recommended a smaller race for the first time. And I ended up really liking that. That ended up being the right thing. Justin sent me all these like stretches. I mean, DJ J Wu, sorry. Um, and like, those were really helpful. And, um, I just like have always, okay, this is really true. I have always like, slowly been become more and more like you and not in like a, I don't know my own identity or like I'm like just copying things you do in kind of way but like in a I've discovered a, a love for some of the things that yeah. like you really love like um Italian culture or yeah. like wine or, or like vegetarianism yeah. and now running feels like another one of those things and I feel so proud to have done this thing that like I've always looked up to you guys for doing because you guys, you both are, like, as much as I'm very proud, I was hoping to get under two hours, and I feel so excited that That's I did it. That's what I was kind of thinking, but, like, seven minutes is, or, like, six, whatever, six minutes, more than six minutes, is a lot. Yeah. That's it's true. All, it's Like, if we were to stop talking for six minutes, like, I can't even do that. Be a lot of time. That's well, it's, too much it's time. the difference between a nine-minute pace and an eight-and-a-half-minute pace, crazy. which it's I feel really excited about. This, yeah. But the magic is inside you. Oh. But I wanted to point out, as kind as you both are being, you're... You, Your times are incredible. First of all, you, Lauren, won the Disney Princess Half Marathon. You won it. Not for your age group. Not for not for women. You won. I was wearing a ten-year-old costume, so I had a the little whole time. bit of magic. What yeah. was your What was your time for that race? One twenty-nine. Twenty-four. One twenty-four. I think. I don't know. An hour and twenty-four but minutes. I, no, it was it was it was a one twenty-one. Okay. Oh my But I, but I have been running forever. Oh, I know, I know. Okay. But I just okay. you're celebrating me, and I'm so grateful, okay, and well, I want to celebrate. Now it's time to celebrate me. <laughs> And DJ Jaywoo, you are incredibly, fit. you were just yeah. such an athlete. What's- Justin was like, I'm going to like not train that much. And then he like, whipped. I mean, you did train, but you. Yeah, but I didn't train. You yeah, just whipped that, it out. For my yeah. PR. Yeah. But you've been training your whole life, really. Like I it's in your bones. F- yeah. It, Different it is my kind life. though. Soccer, you know, the so- playing soccer isn't exactly tra- like have marathon training. Like Justin was like, I want to try running. And you were like so good at it that it would make people mad. Like. You know what I mean? Like, you're, it's like, oh yeah, I like whip this on. People, People are like, I've been training yeah. for years and yeah. I didn't get the time. What was your What was your PR? Uh, it's only a one thirty. Only oh paltry one thirty. That's you're gonna amazing. Be you're gonna be there. I think that should be your like goal. Yeah. I was thinking if I, I my agree. next one would be not your next like, goal, but like would like be under one fifty, under an hour. 50. Oh, you can um, definitely you can easily do will, one. No, no, you need to make like. Oh, less like one forty-five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like you said, again, that's seven minutes. That's a that's a yeah. But your first that's one, down to an eight minute. It was a h- tough course. And it was your first one. Yeah, you can do it. Was really and cold you and have to just know you can. Your Ugh. body can do it. You're right. And with that, I fear I've been talking about my running way well, too much. I don't want to be that guy. It's time to celebrate guy. me because I went to medieval <sighs> times. I know. I was going to say. That was what I did. Okay, yeah. we in the past have talked about how a you are dying to go to medieval times. Yes. B, no one will go with you, including me. I, I told you flat out to my your face, I would not friend. go with you. Yeah. <laughs> your best friend. And then my husband also said, it's a pass. It's less a pass. of a surprise. Yeah, less of, sure. also less of a surprise. If you were like, 
I'm going to this really fun thing with free food and free drinks, he still I, probably would I say no. I had you like under my thumb. <laughs> it, was, it was like a big moment, you turning me down. Okay, and if you had said, it's important to me, I really want you to go, of course I would have gone. With but generally face. I was like, meh. Well, but you conned some idiots into going with I you. I did. It was all of my coworkers. It was all of our birthdays. It was like a girl so trip. And we, we like danced and put our pocketbooks in the middle of a circle and danced. And, you know, we danced. So um, fun. Yeah, it was really fun. I was screaming at the, everyone was screaming at the knights like, go knights, go, or boo knight, yellow knight. Yeah, because they're and, like different teams, right? Yeah, but I was screaming like, your wife is cheating on you. <laughs> it was really fun. It was fun to like, and I could tell the dads around me were like, they were like, give me thumbs up. And so I was like, I had like a challenge. I was like, I got to get thumbs up from these dads. Like yeah, I kept I like Trump supporter, like you're inadequate in bed. You know what I mean? Like it was oh fun coming up with like different ways to cheer on the night. Yeah. You, know? um, anyway, you mentioned dads. The food it, was pretty damn good, which I learned from the Doughboys episode. Interesting. That's what they went over. And the food was, I mean, the soup was straight up prego spaghetti sauce. It was, I mean, I swear to God, it was like you're eating spaghetti sauce. But it had garlic bread that was really good. The vegetarian meal was fantastic. Wow. The wine was not bad. And I got to drink it out of a bright pink chalice. Hello. Why are we, you see, now you want to go. Uh, you know what? I may be sold. But I'm, I'm shocked. I mean, you know from food. Like, you know good food and good wine. I think it's because they kept it simple, honestly. Yeah. I think... Listen, these tickets were not very much money for everything I paid for. Yeah. $40 and I got an entire like a meal. a full meal, full entertainment. And like there's like horses and birds and like how yeah. did I pay for this? Like they got to feed the birds, you know? I think it's because they try to get you to buy bullshit and that's really expensive. So they assume that you're going to spend like a lot of money on bullshit. Like what? Like a sword or well, like a... Well, for example, I bought Justin a night cup, oh. which was rather pricey so and amazing worth it i was like do you need <laughs> totally this and he was like yes um i just feel like we both did something we huge this weekend really accomplished some goals, Life goals. yeah oh, i'm proud of us yeah me too should we jump into our show nuts mm-hmm. let's get into it well this is the part of the show where we're like call the big listen the big listen is kaput what a sad day i'm i'm surprised because sampler was is kaput yep the big listen it's like why can't podcast shows make it? I know. It's kind of, I think, honestly, the big listen, I don't know. I think it went too far in depth. Like, I don't know if everybody wants to hear like a really long interview with some podcaster. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it To me, the reason I wanted to have this show was like, get get experience. Like, yeah. hear about different shows. And the big listen wasn't really that. And also, most of the shows that they talked about was like, we've discovered this show called This American Life. And it's right, like, if right. you listen to podcasts, you weren't really learning anything. You kind of know about it. Not to diss the big listener. I think it was a great show and I'm sad that it's gone. Uh, yeah, I loved but, it. No, it's kind of like on a dating on a dating app when you're like weeks into conversation where you're just like texting each other back and forth and it's like, okay, just go on a date and meet, meet already. It's like, you don't want to hear us like go on and on and on about a podcast that we love. Right. We're just going to tip you off to it and then you go, f- you go figure out if you and like And you don't it. want to hear us go on and on about medieval times in our runs, but and we yet. do it anyway. <laughs> so anyway, I guess just rate us on iTunes and it, give us five stars and a review. Y'all, That's all you got to do now. Now you have less to do. It just got way easier for you. <laughs> all you have to do is rate us five stars. That's it. Kind of easy. Okay. Um, uh, also, I had one more idea for a potty awards. Which, uh, by the way, they were a big success. Everyone I tagged on Twitter was like cr- very emotional that they won these awards. Oh, like lots of crying. It's very prestigious. Yes, yes, yes. yes. And if you didn't hear it, we a few episodes mm. ago in honor of this sort of the awards season and the Oscars and blah, blah, blah. We had our very own podcast awards called the potties. Yes. Very <laughs> prestigious. And But I wanted to add one more category. Okay. Best artwork. Yep. Which I feel like you would appreciate. And yeah. I think you even said you liked the artwork for Keep It. I would like to nominate Keep It. I do I do like the artwork mm-hmm. for Keep It. It's it is it, I like the color use in that one. Um this was a tough one for me because I I do feel strongly about it. Um but I ended up going with Modern Love. Okay. It's simple, it's graphic, it's bold typography. Do you like Modern Love the podcast? I do. I really like Modern Love the podcast. We've we've featured clips from that before. Um, DJ Jaywoo, take a look at the logos. That's All right, since Modern since Lauren and I submitted DJ Jaywoo, it's on him to That's decide the it. winner. Hmm. I think it's kind of obvious. But go Me back too. to the, go back to the. <laughs> <other one. laughs> I mean, they're it's both it's great artwork on both accounts. 
Also, I think since DJJ was a designer, he's gonna, you know. I, I'm also thinking about the content of the podcast because that kind of plays in a little bit. True, <laughs> true. I mean, I let's gotta look say, at, let's I, look think, at keep I think it again. I think let's just look at keep it again. Yeah. <laughs> now keep it. Mm-hmm. Keep it feels mm, fresh. Pretty fresh, but Lauren just unbuttoned I'm, one of her buttons. I think that. Sure. I think that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, what is, wait, wait, what is wait. This? Did we learn one thing for the potties? It's that I'm a competitive <laughs> asshole, and if I don't win, I'm angry. You are not an asshole at all. I turn into this like competitive person. I dig it. How do you think I won the Disney World half marathon, princess, whatever, two thousand, whatever competition, baby? Yeah, okay. Uh, I'm sorry, I gotta go with Modern Love. It's it's okay. it's cleaner. All right, um, all right, fine. You guys are wrong. But if Alan was here, let's ask Alan. Okay, Call him and ask it's him. a decent slab serif. Alan is so. It's a good slab serif, yeah. right? Oh, it's you just guys are such dessert design nerds. Alan is gonna go with me, and Alan's <laughs> wi- Alan's vote is worth five. It's true, and you know he will go with you. Mm-hmm. A because he likes you better than he likes me. This is my husband, by the he way. He likes Ira. Um, he loves Ira Madison yeah. the third. He loves Keep It. It's one of his faves. Loves, yeah. Uh, Vertel, Louis Vertel. Louis Vertel, yeah. So mm-hmm. I think I'm gonna, I'm yeah, gonna okay. Through. Well, Fine, guys, all right. Should we go to uh, Josh and Round? This your is. Favorite <laughs> I thought this is your favorite. No, this is my oh, favorite this segment. Is yours. I get confused which who's favorite. Because I love favorite. them all. <laughs> it's my favorite segment. Josh and Around. <laughs> this is where <laughs> we pose a subject to our friend Josh, who has to drive long distance every week to see his fiance so we give him something to noodle about and to suck up the time during the long drive but you can take them too and think about them also feel free it's a it's a free country something (laughs) what i don't know (laughs) okay wait what is your joshing around this week what is what is the thing that will suck up some good time for him okay go through your entire life and think of each year of your life and pick the most triumphant moment (gasps) of each year so this even Whoa. counts like when you're one, like maybe you like farted, you know what I mean? It yeah. can start simple, yeah. but then like as it goes on, you might want to write them down because I feel like, like not while you're driving. Well, you could dictate it to your phone. That's true because I feel like these are good things to remember yeah. and you feel really good and also seeing how they change. Like, you know, those like little triumphs when you're yeah. in first grade, like those are really important. And then to see how they evolve, like, and maybe your last one could be like, Having your own segment on Podcast Podcast. Mm. Triumph. I love this idea because I don't have a great memory. So I feel like if I were to sort of like journal in this way of like my most distinct memory or my biggest triumph from each year of my life, that'd be a cool thing to kind of keep track of. And also if you're feeling a little blue. Yeah, go back to that. Remember how awesome you are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, speaking of feeling a little blue, I've got another cure. Oh, yes? You're, is this your Josh and Around? <laughs> this is my Josh and Around. It's called The Real Housewives Franchise on Bravo, the network. Yes. Produced by Andrew Cohen. Yes. Um, okay, you're, you know it, I know it. Mm-hmm. DJJ, who knows it. Yeah. We all love it. Not all of us can tell the housewives apart. Some of us can. <laughs> but do you know if Josh watches the housewives? I don't. Okay, this really super into it. This really hinges upon him knowing it. But I want him to give a definitive ranking of the housewives. This, I'm talking cross city. He's gonna have to definitely dictate this into his phone because it's yeah. gonna get shit's gonna get complicated. Yeah. I I might suggest first ranking like one, two, three for each city. This is complicated. I know. Okay. Just off the top of your head, can you think of who your <sighs> Give me like a top two, top I mean, three. Erica Jane is duh. Obvi. Two. No, um, that's a wait, good, Nene? that's a great one. Nini. Nini, sorry. Yep, you know, Nini Lakes, I haven't one. watched the show since December 2017. I don't want to hear that right now. All right, see how much mm-hmm. entertainment this has already brought having? us? Oh my gosh, so, I'm sweating a little Josh, bit. Josh, while you're driving, think of your definitive housewives ranking and I want to hear it. Now it's time for my favorite segment, podcast challenge. Challenge, challenge, now, challenge. Last, okay, this is when we challenge each other to listen to new podcasts that we're enjoying. Now, last time I challenged you to listen to the Daily Zeitgeist, which is Cracks. Jack O'Brien started a new podcast where he interviews funny and smart people trying to make sense of the noise, which is the daily headlines. Now, the impressive thing about the Daily Zeitgeist is it is daily, every day, full show with a comedian they go over the news and i am just cannot believe how good it is for personally i can't wait to hear what you think but like 
it's a lot of time and they fill it so well. And I have to say, I've been getting more and more obsessed with it since we last talked. And DJ Wu's on it now. We talk about it every day. What did you think? Um, okay. So I listened to um, the latest episode as of our recording, which was the one on 31618 um, called Drake Views from the Twitch, the GOP's Rough Week. Um, the hosts as always, were Jack O'Brien and Miles Gray, and the guest was Billy Wayne Davis. So we've talked about this before with like these politics podcasts, but I, there are so many crazy things happening right now that it's it's honestly hard to keep up with. Um, and so this one I found, among others, are, are really helpful to like keep track of all the insanity. Like Russia, <laughs> this they talked about on this one that like Russia is like openly murdering double agents hiding out in the UK. C- cool Snapchat approved a horrific ad and Rihanna called them out and now their value dropped 4%. Cool. Trump lawyers are physically threatening a porn star who had an affair with the president. Cool. But they talk about it in a really fun way. They talk about it in a really fun way. Um, I I will say, I don't know if I'm the target demo for this podcast. Like the sponsor was Beachbody On Demand. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's a little... There's a little bit of broiness. But I, there is there you know what I thought about that. I definitely thought yeah. that, which is maybe why DJ J loves it so much. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but you are so not broy. But I do feel like there is a lot of like it's like dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I a totally, lot of totally yeah. agree. But I I think Jack O'Brien is like so smart. Like you one person says one thing and he knows ten zillion things about yeah, it. Yeah, you're so right. I also love the format. Every single yeah. guest they ask. What's the weirdest thing in your search history? What's a myth that everyone believes that is not true? What's something underrated and what's something overrated? Yep. Those are four awesome Those questions. Those are such I've questions. I've started asking people, like, like just I just life. asked my dad that the other day. Like, everyone. I want to know what everyone thinks about this. I love that. The format is really good. My overall rating is, like, it's really fun and really casual. It's a great way to recap just all the madness that's happening in, like, politics and culture. I think you gave that a really... Because afterwards, I was thinking, like, I don't know if Eric will love this as much as me. Yeah. But, like, I still wanted him to hear it because I love it so much. Totally. Um, and I, I would definitely, definitely go back to it. Especially if I was, like, what is happening right now? Yeah. And it's so great that it's daily, like you maybe said. Maybe you could just... Because on the weekends, they do a recap. So maybe you could I listen to... I did see that. Yeah. That's a great point. If I did see that. listen to every day. Yeah. Because I don't typically do dailies because I am sometimes behind on podcasts and it'll feel like you know like i'm not i'm not i don't have a routine i don't have a really long commute that kind of thing um but if someone does i feel like this would be a great yeah, one to check out i think you have to be a high volume listener because it's a lot of time every day yep. so like you just can't eat up all your totally we want you to listen to other podcasts too like mainly this ours one. yeah <laughs> okay now i'm gonna challenge you yeah. to listen to a podcast um Okay, with discussions and commentary from the staff of this company, the Nintendo Power Podcast is the official Nintendo podcast. What? (laughs) I can't wait. They talk to like creators of the games, like people who actually make the games. They talk to creators of the games, field listener questions. So people are like, I love this game, but like, what do I do here? I don't know what the Nintendo people say. Hello, I know. They just talk all things Nintendo. So since you're crazy about Nintendo these days, I thought you would love this one. What do you think I was doing before you came over today? (laughs) I was doing the... And I'm thrilled that you haven't listened to this one yet. I have not. I can't wait. I feel my skills improving just by looking at the logo, which is very nice. You're a real pro. Thank you. Are you resubmitting for your best artwork category? Mm, Actually, I mean, it's up there. It is pretty good. It's it's so Nintendo. But it also also can rely on the brand equity of the Nintendo brand. You know what I mean? You got to go back. Which is a little unfair. Cheating, but... Thank hey, you. Thanks, you're, bud. You're welcome. I hope you love it. Can't wait. Um, DJ Wu, watch out. I'm going to get better than you. Whatever. Um, <laughs> you don't seem very upset about that, but hey. Okay. Um, are you ready for a word from our sponsor? Heck to the yes. Uh, this episode is brought to you by The Daily Burn. The world can be a fun place, but it can also be an irritating place. And sometimes you need just the right zinger to throw shade on something pissing you off. The Daily Burn is an app full of burns that can apply to any sucky situation in your life. Simply tap the app and you will be fed burns like, Your head looks like a horse's face. Burn. 
there's some stink waves coming off your face. Burn. And is that your face or did you swallow a dog face? Burn. There are probably even other burns that don't have to do with people's faces. Then, voila, you have the perfect burn to say to that rude person at the grocery store, that irritating podcast in your ear, or that person who just won't quit bragging about their weekend half marathon time on Instagram. <laughs> it's called the daily burn, though, because you only get one a day, so use it wisely. The daily burn doesn't want you just shooting off negative stuff all the time. One burn per day, that's all you get. So get your burn on and burn it up and turn up the burn. Burn, baby, burn with the daily burn. It's the only app that feeds you burns, the burns you need when you're not clever enough to come up with them on your own. Enter discount code podcast podcast now and the daily burn will give you two burns a day so that you can be a little more spicy than the regular people who did not enter the code. And that's one hot deal. Woo. Woo. Thanks, Daily Burn. Mm-hmm. You know, I do have some pretty stale burns, so this is the perfect thing for me. Perfect. I'm always like, your face is not good. Oh my gosh! Ooh, needs some work. Such a Ooh. stupid burn. <laughs> <laughs> but you, still, it still kind of hurts. It, it does hurt serious? a little bit. It does hurt. hurt a little. Well, I, I, um, I didn't want to confront you on air, so to oh speak. Gosh. But well, your face about it. is not good. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Man. You have the face of a literal oh, angel. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks, Thanks, Daily Burn. And thanks to Daily Burn. We wouldn't be here without you. What is the first clip? Well, should we mention what we're doing this episode? Yeah, great point. We really should. You're better explaining stuff than I am. Okay, so. so there are so many podcasts out there, and many of them are created, produced from the same podcast companies. So, in case you don't know what that is, it's like a family. Yeah, it's like a family of, you know, podcasts. So, um, one that we really love is HeadGum. They create so many incredible podcasts and so many that we've already featured on this um, show. This is what the theme song sounds like. It's like an Australian lady going, HeadGum, do, 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 do. Something like that. Yeah. Kind of, they know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, they know, they know what I'm talking about. So, we decided that we would pull all of our clips for this episode from HeadGum. And it was easy as hell. That's the thing. It honestly makes it a little bit easier to narrow our scope. And because there are so many great, you know, shows that HeadGum creates, it made it just a real cinch. I think it has the best comedy podcasts, honestly. Ooh. And it's like, what? I mean, it owns the dumbbells. So, like, what's my favorite? What else do you have to say? <sighs> God bless you, HeadGum. Um, speaking of HeadGum and the Dumbbells, what's our first HeadGum podcast? Um, clip number one is from the Dumbbells, episode 49, Reasonable Nutrition with Casey Fay. Now, you know that I love dumbbells. Duh. Uh, and now that you're a half marathon man, <laughs> Eric, I assume that you do too. You have some maybe catching up to do. I do. Now that There's I'm some on running such an half marathons. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I heard that they were thinking about asking you on. Wow. Yeah, oh they gosh. told me. I tweet them a lot and they never tweet me back and I'm not <laughs> stopping. Um, in this cl- clip, uh, the hosts, Eugene and Ryan, oh my God, I love them so much. I can hardly talk right now. I am in love with them. But they are talking to their guest, Casey Fay, about Casey's upbringing in sports and fitness. And that's something they always do. They go into the person's background. And Casey brings up something that comes up on the show a lot. Terrible, inappropriate coaches and gym teachers. I had terrible coaches. I think most people probably do. Yeah. Just a lot of really bad. Just coaches. somebody else's dad, right? Yeah, not even that. Like I was fine with that, but like when negative. I negative. I mean, like yeah, when I got into the actual school coaching, it was like, um, just like yeah, like they just said t- like they shouldn't be around kids. They shouldn't be educating kids. Yeah. They shouldn't like <laughs> they weren't didn't know how to make it fun. Didn't know how to teach. Um, they were usually were just like good at it themselves from like the local college or maybe even like our soccer coach was just like, he was used to be good when our school just started to have a soccer team. And so he would coach us. And like, I was thinking about it and I was like, I don't think I, I don't think he, like we do drills, but I don't think we ever like learned anything. I don't, <laughs> and he was like so scared cause we were a really good team. And like, I remember we were like going to went, go to game to go to state against this team and like. He, like, didn't even, like, talk to us beforehand because I think he was, like, scared, like, to, like, fuck it up or anything. Like, wow. didn't even give us, like, a <laughs> speech or anything. And, like, um, we, used to, we used to have to pick him up. The bus would have to drive by his house to pick him up on the oh, way out of town. Right. Um because uh, he was just like uh, that was his only job I think is like a, not even a teacher he was just the soccer coach is he a prisoner? <laughs> did you pick him up outside of the jail? I mean my basketball coach did later go to prison damn um, for what? Uh, for like 
stalking and threats to, I think, a former, because he started getting, coaching women's basketball. Oof. And then, um, and he also, I mean, he had a hard thing. He was a, he was a, you know, a big, tall black man in central Minnesota. Sure. And had, I think, like a, a cross put on his yard and like, oh, it was like, oh, but God. he, but he was also the guy like in the bus. Was there. So wait, there's also a chance that he wasn't stalking anybody. Could have been framed, sure. framed yeah. up. Yeah. There, there certainly is, but he, he was clear. He was not a good dude. He was like, um, uh, I remember him, the one thing, the one thing I remember him teaching us from basketball was, uh, when it comes to eating ass, don't knock it till you try it. All right. Okay. All uh, right. Yeah. And uh, that's a, that's means something on the basketball court. No, I'm no, joking, that was, <laughs> Um, I think it's, it's like an old stereotype. It's true. Like a lot of coaches and gym teachers should not be coaches or gym teachers. Why do you think that happens? That is such a great question. Like how does, how does this end up that everyone has that creeper coach? Like you think someone like this, you'd want to keep really far away from kids. Like yeah. not like in charge of them. Yeah. Well, and also I had the experience that like our football coach in high school, whose name was Tom Narducci, I'm totally fine saying he was like this horrible, like, oh my God, we're just getting a call from Mr. Narducci. Good. I have some things to say to him. He was just this awful, awful, like troll of a slobby man. And our football team was very bad. Thanks to him. (laughs) But that's the worst part. If you're, you can be a dick if the team rules. (gasps) Fuck you, Narducci. But then also they made him like, you know, he had to like teach something to like be the coach or whatever. So he taught history and he was so bad. What was he worse at? History or history, coaching, or just being a good person? I would say being a person. Okay. (laughs) So. As a swimmer, we would like weightlift with the football players during our season. And so then we would all be in the locker room at the same time. And he would walk around fully in the buff. No. And just like stand <gasps> around like wait, like waiting in line for the scale. He would weigh himself on the scale. Shut up. Like the wrestlers would be like trying to like make weight. And he would just be like standing around with his like weird butt out. How old was out. he? Like I mean, he's to probably me, like he was like 70, younger than but us. I bet he was like yeah. 42 or something. Yeah, 45. Oh, my God. But he was a horrible, horrible history teacher, too. I will stop <laughs> talking about him in one second. But not, before that, done. I will say we had Spin-off a quiz. series. <laughs> we had a quiz. And he had this mug, this holiday mug that every time you like lifted it up, it would be like, you know, whatever. And. During this quiz, he kept taking sips of coffee out of this stupid mug, and it would be like, it was awful. So you had to take written quizzes in gym. No, no, no. He wasn't the gym teacher. Oh, he the was history. actually Sorry. the history teacher, okay. but he was the the football coach. So it feels like okay. in the same vein. You know what no, I mean? No, no, no. Absolutely. Because I had to take <laughs> we had to take written tests in gym class. Uh, what Did were they? Have, like the history of lacrosse and stuff. No, we yeah, didn't yeah. have to do that. You went to a very academic school. No, this though. was middle school. Oh, we didn't have gym class in high school. Oh, right. You just did sports. This was middle school. So <laughs> I was like, by the way, I was like kind of like I got presidential. I beat all the boys in the mile. Of I was like very athletic in certain ways, but I was really bad at the written test because I didn't give a fuck. So I failed <laughs> all the written tests. And my teacher called my mother, Mrs. Vidmar. Oh, my. We are just calling them all out. Oh, today. I hope you're listening, <laughs> Vidmar. And she told my mother and my mother could not like keep a straight face and, she, and Mrs. Vidmar was like I think Lauren needs a gym tutor <gasps> my mom was like all right oh, we'll talk to her about stars. this wait so, Mrs. Vidmar was the gym teacher yes but she suggested how do you even fucking find a tutor for these things okay so my mom was like okay yeah sure um the last day of school they were like we need more tests like we don't have enough of these fucking grades um so like so pop quiz and I went up to her and I was like Mrs. Vidmar I did not get to work with my tutor ah! and she didn't make me take it and I got an A Oh who be Mrs. Gosh. Vidmar in the end? DJJ, who was your that worst so gym funny. teacher? I had or coach. Oh, oh, uh, call him out. My set. Okay, fine. I feel bad though because he's he's like kind of nice because he's kind of a nice guy too. No, all right. He was like a four five hundred pound science teacher, and but he also was the seventh grade basketball coach. And really try so, to like make give him a lot of stuff to do. Yeah, yeah. So, and he was kind of a dick though, like on the on the court, because like, well, one, he could barely do any of the stuff he was trying to coach oh. us to do, oh but 
four hundred to five hundred pounds. Could he even stand up for like the entire like? Yeah. So that's what's crazy, though, right? Like you would think, oh, this motherfucker can't. He's just not. He's just not going to move. There's no way he can. He can do exactly what he's yelling at me to do. Yeah. So like, I'm like fucking around at practice one day, and like not taking it seriously, and like he's like getting on my ass about like how I'm doing my left-handed layups because like <laughs> I'm right-handed, so left-handed layups are gonna be harder. So I go up there and I'm like. He's like, I need to see it. Like, he just, he was just bitching about like me not taking it seriously. So I just, I didn't. And then he gets up, just starts screaming for like five minutes about like, why no one, like, why can't I listen? And then he forces me and these two other kids who were fucking around to, we basically stayed 20 minutes after in practice. We just did layups, like, ran around the court doing sprints and layups for like 20 minutes. And he, uh during his tirade he proceeded to get up and this is like a 400 pound dude who where like he's just massive and you're just like oh my god what's he gonna do and he like goes and demonstrates a left-handed layup no and it was like i was like oh god oh god and it, it was pretty it was pretty impressive he, I mean, he could I'm still move he, could all. he was like wow. he turned immediately bright red oh. but like and was and he's always and sweating. He, he was always sweating. Attack. Yeah, I'm not, and I don't mean to like make it. I don't mean to like make fun of larger folks, but um, it just it looked really taxing for him. Um, so clearly, he had been at some maybe in his youth. He actually he had played basketball. Him. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and like he had sons like my age, and they were all pretty athletic, like on the bigger side, but like they were athletic. Yeah, like, they actually, played football, well, and they were. Yeah. DJJ, well, your story just kind of sounds like you were being an asshole, and your heroic coach <gasps> like kind of gave you a actually yeah you and, like, showed right. that he was like actually like better than you gave him credit for like maybe, maybe. you look at the story Fine. that way okay <laughs> i actually love your coach sounds amazing but i'm I, sorry was he walking around naked like slapping people <laughs> in the butts with towels and standing on the scale and i will say like um i understand the idea of like it's a struggle to have a coach that you don't think could have ever done Hello. what they're Every asking. Every swim right. coach I've ever had. Thank you. I, I did have some great swim coaches in high school, but like, I do think before then I had some coaches that were like, um, I'm going to mouth a name to you. Oh yeah, well, got some okay, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a person that I cannot say the name of on on <laughs> this, but yeah, people. It's frustrating when you're like, man, you couldn't do this. Stop yelling at me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, I never, I got, I, I never had like really shitty, like sketchy, like I had the same gym teacher from like first grade to eighth grade. And oh, it was crazy. like my friend's dad too. I will say though, like the co- swim coaches they had when I was little, like, I mean, like they were like 19. Yeah. They were awesome. And they were <sighs> definitely like currently on swim teams. So they were like great swimmers. Yeah. But there was one named Jen. I forget her last name. I can picture her, but, um, she used to always say to us, uh, we were like six years old and we'd be yeah. in the pool and she'd be, tell us what to do. Then she'd go like this questions, comments, concerns. <laughs> and now that I think about it, that's a very funny thing to say to six year olds. <laughs> and I say, that's how I sign my emails at work. And sometimes I think people are like, what? But I'm like, I'm sorry. I have been saying this for years and it's, the, it's hysterical. That is questions, so comments, funny. Concerns. Well, she's also, really inspired you. I was Googling. I was going to Google why are gym teachers so creepy, but here are the other things that came up first, like in the search bar. Why are gym teachers so mean? Why are gym teachers fat? Why are gym teachers mean? Why are gym teachers always fat? Why are most gym teachers fat? That's like, <laughs> That's like the what people are Googling, guys. Oh. So I'm not alone here. Come <laughs> no, on. No, yeah, no, 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 no. Fun, guys. Clip number two. Should we just quit our jobs and become coaches? I'm. I mean, I'm, I'm qualified. Gym if teachers? these assholes were qualified. Uh, um, if you all don't know who Nicole Byer is by now, you're doing it wrong. Also, it means that you skipped some of our episodes because well, we have talked about her before. Very true. Um, she's a hysterical comedian. She's an Instagram darling she's been on mtv's girl code she's currently hosting my new favorite reality baking competition on netflix called nailed it and i newly learned yours too um which we'll talk about her besties are sashir zameda and mateo lane like what more do you need 
In addition to all these incredible accomplishments, she also has a podcast called Why Won't You Date Me? It's basically her talking to her hilarious comedy people and discussing her dating life. Now, wait. I think she won a potty. Sorry to I was going to say, did she win best theme song? I think I her think theme so. song is very great. It's yeah. a song that she sings. It's like, why won't you date me? Why won't you? Da-? It's very good. Yeah. I can't replicate it. Um, in this episode of Why Won't You Date Me, her guest is Warren Burke, and the two of them are discussing love languages. Uh, in the clip, Nicole is spelling out which love language is not for her. So what is yours? Mine, number one, is words affirmation. Ah. I'm an actor. I like to feel validated. You did a good job. That feels good also you get to which my second one is acts of service i like people to do shit for me ah interesting i do not like (laughs) affirmation but i also it's weird so like if we're gonna talk about it just in general like in life i don't need someone to tell me i'm beautiful i don't need someone to tell me i'm funny i don't need someone i don't need anyone to tell me shit i already know yeah it's yeah. just, it's not necessary. Yeah. What's necessary is for someone to go, ooh, your new hair looks good, or dang, six pairs of lashes, why? And I'm like, because <laughs> I love it. Uh, just like noticing the new things I do, that's what I need. That's a fine I line. I need you to pay attention to the new things I'm doing. I know it's but a fine don't, line. It's okay, so don't compliment you. Don't say how amazing you are, but in the essence that there is something new that comes about within you do uh-huh. comment on that mm-hmm. and make sure it's positive but not complimenting you can compliment as long as it's something i don't know if i'm wearing a new wig and i'm not sure about it tell me if it's good oh come on now how how would i know that you're not sure i don't know if i come downstairs and i start tossing my hair men say, say something about my wig okay okay i'm a very men are dumb we're woman. really dumb what do you think do you agree with nicole I think it's funny because I'm surprised we've never talked about the love languages. I know. Because it comes up on podcasts a lot. And I've, like, I think comedians need affirmation. Like, she doesn't seem to think that she does. Yeah. But can you imagine if she was in a show and no one was giving her any affirmation? But she also seems to be a little confused about her rules. Yeah. And also, I listen to this show a lot. She has a very long list of requirements for her SO. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I feel like she's just, in, she's a picky person. She knows what she wants. Yeah. So I love that about her. What, what do you think? Um, I kind of get what she means. I mean, I think you would hope that folks around you like understand you enough to to kind of understand in a nuanced way like what types of love you want to receive you know what i mean that's true okay so let's break down what this love language thing is so there are five love languages right if folks don't know it's a really great system and it just kind of helps you understand people better and understand what you need from people better even like coworkers, not just like a Mm -hmm. romantic love you know what i mean so the five love languages are what they're Okay, you have them right here in the show notes because you're so good. Words of affirmation, acts of service, quality time, physical touch, and receiving gifts, right? Um, There's this quiz online that you can take and figure out what you are. Um, Lauren, what are your love languages? Well, first of all, I must say about the quiz, it's it's like every single question is like, do you want a gift or do you want this other thing? It's pretty like self, like you Some can figure out what it's getting they're at. They're like, do you like words of affirmation? Or do you or want a do present? You like quality time, right? Yeah. <laughs> There's but it works. Presents. And it I, I also think it helps like if you know, like if you're in a like disagreement with someone and you understand where they're coming from, it helps yep. you understand where people are coming from because totally. what they value. Totally. And um, I definitely got words of affirmation as number one. I yep. think that's what I'm good at giving, and it's what I want to receive. Yep. Receiving gifts is last. DJ Jaywoo and I pretty much matched. He likes spending time more than I do. Yeah, quality time. Yeah, I had. I think I had quality time tied with affirmation. It's so interesting. Those were my two lowest. Last. What are yours? My tied for first. I think I got a ten on both um, acts of service and physical touch. But the strange thing is physical touch, which to be clear, physical touch doesn't necessarily mean like sexual right. touch, but like, a, you know, a hand holding, a, a yeah. t- touch on the back, a hug, whatever. Um, that feels more important to me in my romantic relationships than it does in my like friend I was gonna say, or family yeah, relationships. We're not like that. I, and no. I'm really not like that with any friends. It's mm-hmm. just I, I value receiving that from Alan, like a little like, you know, sitting close to me on the couch or something to that effect. Um, but I think acts of service is my big one is the big way I give love. Me too. 
Me too. Yeah. Yeah, that means a lot to me. That's yeah. Like how to win me over. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, it's it's it is so interesting. It's interesting to break down what you how you want to receive love, how you want to give love. I think it's very important to know. And whenever I hear that people don't know about it, I'm like, hello, get with the program. I, get how with are, it. How are you breathing right now? Completely. I feel like it's a good, it's a good fun thing to do like with, it's like the 36 questions. Yeah. It's a good fun thing to do like with people that you love. Um, they also talk a lot about like dating apps on the show. Um, Nicole uses Tinder. Um, and I once did um, match.com back when I was actually and dating. Eric's taking out some notes. I'm which taking is out some unusual papers. for the show. Um, so as you know, so one of the, one of the things I love that they do on, why won't you date me is Nicole asks oh, her guests. Picture? Nicole asks her guests to like break down her dating profile. So as much as I am going to regret doing this, um, I have brought you guys, you two, um, my match.com profile, including all my description of things and my, and the photos that I chose. And I want you to, um, Tell oh me what you think. Gosh. So to be fair, this was back okay. in 2009. Also, I'm only on the first sentence and it's Rongo Dongo. I am generally <laughs> outgoing. What is your screen? Na- what is your username here? What does it say? HCME49. Oh, well, great question. Isn't HCME. That your AOL screen name? H- it was. HCME is uh, my my last name backwards. Uh-huh. And four, oh. <laughs> 49 was the channel that Food Network was on <laughs> growing up. Also, <laughs> I'm Amazing. glad you put that anecdote about you not liking corn. That's really, um, that must have been hard to, you know, be honest about yeah. that, but it's very important. Yeah, thanks. So, okay, you guys are looking at the profile part right now. I think this is pretty much as good as it gets. You know, like you're, you're honest. Like how, the, none of these can be good. This is good. This these is can't. Be good. I feel yeah. embarrassed looking back no, on this. No, I think yours is like, like seriously. You don't say any. There's no bullshit on here. Seriously, that's true. How many times you look through a profile and you're like, oh, you love adventure. Yeah. Fuck you. There's no bullshit <laughs> on here. But I will say, I think I was like trying to be a little quippy. I feel like mm. if I were to create a dating profile now, I'd have a little more confidence. Also, you were a lot younger. It's true. I was like 23. And also, it worked. Hello. Hello. What you got against Giada? Jada De Laurentiis. Okay, don't, that's another podcast. No, she has improved for me, but back then she was not my. She, we she, used to fight about that. She seemed a little inauthentic. Like she would be like, "Now you're gonna take the buffalo mozzarella." Oh, it's like, all right, yeah. we get it. Yeah. We used to get fight it. because you liked Rachel Ray, and I hate both of them. I love Rachel I, Ray. Okay, that's another. Still, I like this because there's a picture of me. There is a picture mm-hmm. of you. I liked that too. Where was that? Uh, apple picking with Patty in New Paltz. Oh, uh-huh. There's also a second photo that you probably took. Can you identify that one? The prom when we were uh-huh. prom dates. Uh-huh. That picture at the apple picking, this is so interesting for our listeners. Um, that was the <laughs> day that I admitted I had a crush on Justin. <gasps> that is so oh, that fun. Was that day? Mm-hmm. I will say, too, there are a lot of photos with me with women. Also, yeah, Betsy looks... <laughs> drunk yeah i'm in i have my sister's in my photo yeah wait no that's lauren oh it is in the on the top row yeah that's lauren no no no, the middle oh 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 oh, the one of us is kids (laughs) yeah she looks drunk yeah she looks no lauren does not look drunk she looks like a model no betsy is clearly not drunk that's a really great shot of you and your sister it's just like why did you pick that picture of betsy well and why did i why do i have a picture of me as a kid because you because it that's my favorite picture. Okay. Okay. Good. Okay. I'm being A weird. Plus. All right. It. Well, thanks. Thanks for reviewing it. I appreciate it. Wait. No kids. Oh wait. No. Never mind. He doesn't. Have I misread kids. that. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. oh. But that's the thing. I was bad at <laughs> these dating apps because I would reach out to people and be like, "I see you also have no kids. I think we. It seems like we have a lot in common." And people did not really get that humor. That's like a Nicole Byer would love that joke. Right? She would. She would want to date you, even though there's some issues. I would totally date Nicole Byer um, if I were This is kind of single. on the same lines of uh, five love languages, but I'm going to give you a little quiz that will teach you Ooh. about your relationships with others. <gasps> I'm nervous. DJJ, we might have to help me a little bit okay. if I forget. But okay, you are in the woods. Yes. And you're crossing a bridge. Is that right? Does there need to be a bridge? DJ yeah. Okay. You see in this picture, there's a snake, a monkey, and a bird. Yep. Tell me where these three animals are in relation to you and what they're doing. Oh, interesting. Well, they're all in a tree. 
The snake and the bird are in the same tree, okay. but the monkey is kind of in a different tree. The monkey is to my left. Okay. Um, and a little further away, uh-huh. the snake and the bird are maybe even like on the same branch. Like they're pretty close in proximity. Um, and like both are like fairly close to me, like maybe 20 yards. Okay. Away. Wow. Well, you're a serial killer. Oh. Yep. Just kidding. <laughs> um, what does that mean? That well, the it, how it goes is the um, snake symbolizes your relationship with money. Oh, interesting. And the um, the snake was with the bird, and your bird is your children. children. <gasps> you have how your relationship with your child. And so, the like, mo- so like the, how your relationship with your child, like wait, how you, how you how think you, of your child and how you, so both of yours like, were kind of far away, but together. No, the, the snake and the bird were closer. The monkey was further away. I know, but I'm saying like they oh, were together. That makes sense. They were all far away from you. Well, kind no, of. the snake and the bird but were like 25. Most people say like, oh, they're right up on it. I was carrying my monkey. Really? The snake was crossing right in front of me. <gasps> oh, and they were kind of far. Your monkey or your, yeah, your monkey is your partner. But you could also take that, you can, you can interpret that like more, uh, it relatively, right? So yeah. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's kind of like, that makes sense, right? You have the snake and the, and the birds in the similar, in like the close tree, like the tree closer. Yeah. And those are clearly like insight of like you're seeing you're them watching yeah. a little closer yeah they and, and and they're tied funny. together in, a, in yeah. right right you see that as like snakes and birds i liked it because That's, when we did this for justin's mom loved this game <laughs> and hers the birds were pooping on her <gasps> oh no yeah, yeah it's pretty terrible um, well it's interesting because kind of true the like the kid thing and the money thing are very tied right now mm-hmm. like thinking yeah. about adoption it's yeah. like that's a huge cost you know what i mean yeah they should ask that question on the Daily Zeitgeist. I like that question. Um, are you ready for our next clip? So ready. Oh. <laughs> Apparently not that ready because hey, it's my clip. That was a joke. Um, oh, uh, I forgot to say that, you know, Why Won't You Date Me is a headgum podcast, but oh. they all are. Well, <laughs> um, and guess what this one is? Also from HeadGum. Oh. Okay, so this is our no comment segment. This is when we play a clip without editorializing. We introduce it and then we just back up. Eric has been getting really good at this. Thank you for saying so. It's been historically a tough thing for me. <laughs> you've been getting better and I've been getting worse. I don't, you have been just, just as good as the day you started. I was fishing for compliments, I know. <laughs> Received. Okay, as a gay person, I love a coming out story. So this podcast is such a dream for me. Um, had you listened to this mm-hmm. podcast before? Mm-hmm. Oh, I love it. It's called Come Out, Come Out, and it's hosted by the very funny comedian Mo Welch. Every episode, Mo has a queer guest on, and they talk, um, among other things, about the guest's coming out experience. So this, the guest on this episode is Casey um, Bacciamini, who... pronunciation. I, I wrote down the phonetic spelling, because I didn't want to mess it up. You nailed it. Um, nailed it! Thank you, who is best known for being on Showtime's reality spinoff of The L Word, which, is called, which was called The Real L Word. So when Casey was in high school, her very Catholic mom caught her kissing a girl in her bedroom. This girl was like her very first same-sex relationship. Um, Her mom told the girlfriend to go home and then did like pieced out, like did not address it for the rest of that night. So here's Casey describing what happened the next day when she got home from school. Um, So she rolls in, she has the groceries and I just keep my hand down and I'm doing my chemistry poorly, I'm sure. And she finishes putting the groceries away. And she just stands there, like just stands next to me. And she just is like, are we going to talk about this? And knowing my mom and knowing me, like we always had that relationship where I have, I've never been anything but myself. Mm -hmm. And we butted heads a lot. Mm -hmm. My dad and I get along great. He, I'm his, I'm the son he never had. Right. right? But with my mom, it was always a struggle. And so I knew if I just projected as much strength as possible, I could have something. Mm -hmm. But if I showed any side of weakness, I was doomed. So she was like, are we going to talk about this? And I had like looked at her, 16. Right. And I was like, "Uh, I'm gay. Get over it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, that's it. I'm gay. Get over it. Oh, my gosh. That buildup for the most confident thing any small gay kid has ever said. Like – 
Uh, also the uh, name of your memoir. Yeah, I'm gay. Sure. I'm gay, get over it. Um, <laughs> Ellen's was, yep, I'm gay. Mine's, yeah. I'm gay, get over it. Yeah. Um, and she just looked at me and I was like, are you going to kick me out? Right. And that kind of took her off guard because I don't think that she thought that I would go there. Right. And she was like, no. Yeah. And I'm like, all right then. And I just went, I just put my head down and started writing and she like stood there for a second mm-hmm. and was just like, I, I love you. Oh. And I was like, I love you too. That was from Come Out, Come Out, episode 10 with Casey Bacciamini, came out in high school like a boss. No comment. Yeah. Moving on to Jingle Jangle. Do, 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 do. This is where we play a little musical segment, something for you to tap your toots to. Yeager. Um, had you listened to Pump Up the Jam or have you? I did listen to the Pump Up. Punch pump. Up the Jam. I think I'm saying it wrong. It, it is Punch, punch up, the jam. up the Jam. Yes. It's I, hard to not say Pump Up the Jam when you get the chance to say it. Because that's the thing you're thinking of. Yes, but, I have listened to it before. But it's also called Punch Up the Jam because they're kind of punching up. What yeah. they do is it's a comedy podcast about making the hits better. And each episode hosts Miel Brado and Demi Adijungbi. Yeah, that's a tough one. Miel and Demi. Um, they like listen to songs. They kind of dissect them, like songs that crash into me, Jesse's Girl Party in the USA. They scrutinize the lyrics to find out if they actually make any sense. Hint, they usually don't. Then, because they're talented musicians, they take a crack at rewriting the song, kind of like punching up, because it's songs that they love, yeah. but they're kind of like taking them down by trying to make them better than the original. There are so many good ones to choose from that like <laughs> I kept, we were planning this episode for a while and I kept on choosing a new one that would, like a, a new <laughs> one would come out. I'd be like, no, this one, no, this one. Uh-huh. They're so good. Um, but let's listen to their remake of Friday. I'm in love by the cure. This week's no good for me Weekends, I'm just so busy But next week, I'm in love Monday, I toast to my health Tuesday, go and fuck yourself Oh, then I'm busy until the 12th But Friday, I'm in love Saturday, no Sunday is the Super Bowl But Friday I am good to go Monday I go to the bar Tuesday I don't have my car Oh, Wednesday, Thursday still don't have my car But Friday I have my car again Don't care, your Monday's free Tuesday, Wednesday, I'm asleep Oh, Thursday, scandals on TV It's Friday, I'm still catching up on scandal Saturday, boo And Sunday, I'm not into you But Friday, I'll see what I can do Oh, my week is so packed It's an unfortunate fact they say that distance keeps the love intact Maybe it would be fun if I was with you just once On the last Friday of every month This has nothing to do with the time I got you Dipping chips in the pesto like it was fondue It's just terrible luck, my whole month is plugged up But Friday, hey, let's fuck! Um, you should listen to the full episode because they dig into the history of the song. It's actually very interesting. And I think the thing that I enjoyed the most is they separate the lyrics from the guitars and the drums so you can listen to all three separately. And it's you have a new appreciation for the song. It's yeah. really catchy and unlike most Cure songs. And if you listen to the episode, you'll learn why that is. Do you like the song? I do. And I'm always so impressed at their like punch-ups because um, 
if it were me, I would just be like adding fart noises, DJJ Wu style. But they like really. They're talented. They do it. Yeah. That's what's fun about it. I also recommend listening to the Shakira one, whatever, however. Well, we're meant to be uh-huh. together. That's a good one. And then um, they do a really good Jesse's Girl. Mm. So go and listen to those good ones right to check out. now. Love it. What is our next segment? This segment is called In Now for a little bit of advice. Talk to me about what this segment is. Um, we just pulling uh, someone who called into a podcast that needs some advice. We're going to let them ask the advice. And instead of having the podcaster answer, yeah. we're going to have you answer. We'll take a crack. Um, I'm serving this up for you. This is from If I Were You. It's episode 310. The hosts of If I Were You are Jake and Amir, the, the founders of HeadGum. Hey. hey. <laughs> um, but they have their advice in areas that they're qualified to talk about. Uh, one cool thing about the show is that they have more than 300 episodes. For each one, they kick off with a theme song written by one of their fans. I love that idea. They're super good. Okay. <laughs> so... Uh, let's listen to just one really fast. This is actually um, the theme song where Nicole Byer was a guest. Hey. is an advice show the only one on the internet hosted by ace and jocelyn and sometimes our reluctant guest oh if i were you show at gmail.com okay that's the email if i were you show.com okay that's the website if i were you the podcast show okay let's get going if i were you starts now isn't that pretty good that one was so legit okay uh, now I'm just going to play the letter and Eric, I want to hear how you would advise this person to deal with the situation. Sean, the flying tomato white frights. A few weeks ago, me and my friends got bored on steam, <laughs> got bored on steam, which I think is a video game thing, not a drug mm-hmm. and wanted to how change. How do you get bored on steam? <laughs> steam rules. And we wanted to change our pictures to something funny. So we all took out our Wii's. I have attached a photo of the two I took so you can get the best picture. But for the listeners, I'll explain. The first picture is me laying on my bed wearing nothing but a Wii on my dick. He did attach these pictures, which is why I thought it was so fucking <laughs> weird. correct. It looks like a weird prepubescent look version of me. Um, all right. The second one is me standing with a Wii covering my dick and a Mickey Mouse cart racing for N64 taking the picture. So the problem is, uh, the problem with this is that I'm friends with one of my coworkers on Steam. At first, I didn't think about it, and I just seized the cheese as far as the Wii nudes go and made it my pick for two weeks. After a week, I noticed he deleted me. In fear, I changed it and went to work the next day. My first attempt to make this right was to tell him that we should add each other on Steam, <laughs> trying to play it off. He acted like he didn't know it was me. But he was still weird around me. Then I realized my goofy ass had my face in the first pick. What would you do if you were me? Also, P.S. Can you shout out my cat? Her name is... (laughs) I did not read that part. (laughs) Her name is Caroline. I bet she listens to the show is all. Shout out to Caroline. So I just felt like you might have some advice here because I don't know, like... First of all, I maybe this exact same thing hasn't happened to you, but maybe something, or maybe the exact same thing has happened to you. But I feel like the sentiment is kind of universal. Go ahead. Well, the exact same thing did happen to me, except it was the company directory and not, no. Um, no, I feel like my instinct in this would be to be like, hey, I my Steam account was hacked. Was you, was anyone, like to create this like elaborate ruse. But my advice is actually to do the opposite because I think, the less you talk about it, the less awkward it's going to be. Like this guy clearly already saw that picture and was like not thrilled about it, which I'm sort of like prude, like who cares? Um, But Mm -hmm. I feel like the only way to move past this is to never address it again and just like be as casual and normal as possible. Yeah, like erase that with like being normal, like being normal points. (laughs) Exactly. Actually, that's very good advice. I thought that you might just be like, I don't fucking know that guy's like has issues. Like, you know what I mean? So good. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. But I feel like it is a kind of universal thing where like your worlds collide. Like everyone has maybe not this exact story. Yeah. But yeah, we're like, yeah, there's just a situation where 
someone knows something about you and you're like trying to act like it's normal. Like, yeah. I don't know. I feel like everyone has maybe had something like yeah, that. Yeah, you like cross some like social norm with yeah. someone like like a coworker. You're like, do I address it? Right. How do I get over this? Okay. Right. I like right. your advice. Anyways, I just thought it was a funny question. <laughs> that is a funny I question. I love If I Were You. And I love all of these great HeadGum podcasts. I love HeadGum. It's, I think it's my favorite. Is it? Don't tell the others. Don't tell the others. <laughs> I'll keep it a secret. Your secret's safe with me. Oh, thank you. Wow, why are you looking at me like that? Okay. Ooh. Um. Thanks, Kara, for editing. Thanks to all of you for listening and for rating us five stars on iTunes. And thanks to Monty, the cat intern, for being very so good. cute right well, now. We, we, um, we've been giving him CBD oils, so he's a little stoned. Yeager. That's why he's passed out. Oh, what a, cute what and a chill yep. kitty. Um, thanks, guys. Till next time. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. <laughs>